Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. My name is Corinne, and I am hosting tonight for the Real Girlfriends of Cross America. And we are a company that has a a foundation, and we have a mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We will be bringing you hot topics each night, and we are always looking for new hot topics. So follow us on Facebook at Real Girlfriends across America, and our website is realgirlfriends.org. Tonight, I have a call with me, Kay, and someone else is popped oh. on. Who else do I have on the phone with me? Um, This is Tawanda. And we also have Tawanda. How are you, Tawanda? I'm pretty good. How about you, lady? I'm good. I'm doing and I'm sorry, what was that, Kay? No, I was saying I'm doing good. Okay. That's great. And I know Kat, she's going to be joining us. She's just running a little late. And we also will have, I'm sure, a host of other girlfriends that will be joining us today. And tonight we're going to discuss what would you do for a loved one. Um, So I have a list of questions that I'm going to shoot out to you girls and also to our audience. Um. Now, Kay, is there anyone in your life that you'll be willing to do anything for, even if it could possibly land you in jail? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's hard to say because you really don't know what you're going to do until you've done it and your butt is in jail. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, logic, like if I use my logical side of my brain, I would say, no, I don't think so. I don't think there's anybody I would land myself in jail for. But the emotional side of me says, if somebody laid a finger on my children, it would be all that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I think that's so. So, yeah, if I had children, I'm sure that that would be the one person that I would probably do anything um, that I needed to do, even if it did land me in jail. I mean, I definitely would have to, like, figure out the scenario and see that there's a way around that. But what do you think, Wanda? Well, the way you ask the question, I'm like, no, no one. Now, I'm not going to go and intentionally break the law for nobody. <laughs> oh, that's not happening. However, um, because I, I work with prisoners, I have for about 10 years, I um, run an organization working with thousands of prisoners, and I deal with prisons and families, and I have met people that say, oh, no, they're horrible. I would never go to jail. And I said, you know, anyone can be one step from jail simply because sometimes it's crimes of passion, 
And just like Kay said, oh, if someone did something to my kid, if you literally went to a school or something and your kid was crying or bleeding and they said someone touched them, you have no idea what you're going to do because you're going to lose your mind. And the same thing, somebody hurt your parent or something like that. But intentionally, no. But if I react to a situation of someone that I love, like my mother, my siblings, then, yeah, it's going to be a problem. Absolutely. Yeah, and like you said, I'm sure there's a lot of times when people that are in jail currently had moments where they didn't think that they would have react the way that they did. Um, and it was more or less, like, I think, like you said, to defend or just in a split decision um, made, a, a bad decision that someone made a decision um, to land them in a position where they're in jail and doing something that they didn't think that they could possibly do. So I can see mm-hmm. that happening. Um, now let me ask you this. Is there a, a sense to your love? What wouldn't you do for a loved one? Do anything for anyone, as a loved one, anything that I could. I mean, absolutely. I would take from myself if they needed it. Um, I definitely would sacrifice for someone that I love and care about. Ma'am? Is there, is there anything that you wouldn't do? I can't think if they needed something, I would do anything. Um, well, I would do almost anything for a loved one if it's something they needed, if I need to help them. Like okay. my, my yeah, siblings, my, my my parents, like, heck yeah. Okay. I, I think that there's been um, maybe not a situation where there was something that I, I turned down, but um, I think I wouldn't purposely um, do anything that would like be against the law. Um, but yeah, I think that that's a sin on my end that I wouldn't purposely do something that maybe would land me in jail. Um, so I think that would probably just be my assent. What about you, Kay? Is there a sense to your love? Is there something that you wouldn't do for someone that you love? Um, it, I, I would say, yeah, there would be things that I wouldn't do for someone that I loved. Um, but then, I mean, again, like, you really don't know until you're in that moment. Like, logically speaking, I would never harm someone else for someone that I love, right? Or I would never um, do something that would harm myself for someone that I love. But you you just really just don't know until it's in that moment. And I don't know, maybe it's life or death or maybe, you know, because there have been situations like that where somebody's taken somebody else's child hostage and this person who is an upright citizen, you know, somebody with good morals and loves God is out there breaking the law to save their, their loved one's life. And there's something to do, you know, so you just never, you just never know. Okay. And yeah, it, like we said before, it may be a situation where you don't know that you would ever react in that situation. So I guess it's, it's all about being in that situation to see what the sense of what you would do or how you react in that that particular scenario. And we just had someone join the uh, call. Um, And what's the name of the new caller? Hello? Hi. Yeah, this is is New Orleans from last night. I thought I got a glass of wine. I'm sitting here, and I just tuned in. What's the topic tonight? Uh, Is this Daryl? Yes, from New Orleans, yeah. 
Okay, hello, Daryl. Tonight um, we are talking about what wouldn't you do for a loved one. Um, so is there anyone in your life that you're willing to do anything for, even if it could possibly ban you in jail? Even if it could be possibly do what? Um, land you in jail. So would you wait, do anything wait, for? A, would you do anything for a loved one, even if you could been uh been arrested for it? Oh, even if I get arrested for it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if somebody's, uh, for example, my father, if somebody's. Uh, you know, beginning to attack or harm him. Yes, I would get involved in the middle of that. Yeah. Okay. And is there something that you wouldn't do for a loved one? Yeah, I wouldn't do nothing purposely illegal for a loved one who know that that's what they want me to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. And Tawana, mm-hmm. let me ask you this: Was there a time when you did something for someone that you loved? And even though you thought it was crazy, but you did it anyway? No, I have family of so low maintenance, and they have nothing going on in reference to, like, being out and about other than homework and shit. So, no, nothing's ever happened. Oh, you know what? Let me back up. Let me back up. One time when I was in high school, I think I was in the – maybe I was in the – 11th grade and my sister who was extremely quiet and shy was in ninth grade and this guy was kind of like bullying her or something and he might have been like 6'2", 400 and something pounds and she said every time I'm in, I get, get get off the bus in the morning he say something to me and I was like what and so that morning I walked in with her and he started giggling and I was like oh no and I lost it <laughs> and again he like probably over 400 pounds and I went up to him and started raising cane, cursing him out. And he looked at me and started laughing. And I grabbed, we were in the cafeteria in the morning, like 7 o'clock in the morning, 7.30. I grabbed the chair and chunked it at him. And his eyes got as big as 50-cent pieces. And he, he jumped up. And he said, girl, are you crazy? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really crazy. <laughs> and I really <laughs> was to do something like that. And, but he was so shocked that I did that, and everyone was laughing that I chunked that chair at him. He didn't even do anything. And I said something like, yo, you do something to my sister, you bullying her or whatever. Like, I don't know what I said. I threatened him, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I had no understanding because I'm the oldest of three, and, yeah, yeah, that that was just not going to happen. And there was something else that happened one time before. Um, think with my sister somebody was saying something to her and I was extremely overprotective so yeah that's the only time I can actually think of I think one time me and my daddy was at the club at the same time and he was arguing with somebody and I jumped in it <laughs> and he was like girl sit out somewhere I'm like nah you fighting I'm fighting too so yeah I'm, I'm riding down with my family now absolutely and in either one of those scenarios did you later regret that decision what absolutely not course not. I'm all about honor and defending. This is my sister. So now I give her my right arm. So no, absolutely not. Okay. And we got a new call on the line. Can you introduce yourself? Hey guys, it's me, Kat. I'm finally able to log on. Hi Kat, how are you? I am good. And how are you ladies doing? 
I'm good. I'm wonderful. Okay, so I'm gonna um put out the question out there to you. Um, so we're uh, talking uh-huh. about tonight. Um, what would you do for a loved one? Um, so the question that I have for you was: Is there a time, or was there a time, when you did something for someone that you loved, even though you thought it was crazy, but you did it anyway? Something crazy, huh? Well, I'll tell you this: Like when I was in college, I think I might have like mentioned this to like one of our other um, podcasts. Um, when I was in college, I I was I was spending for myself. I didn't want to ask my parents for money, and so. On the side, my parents thought, like, I was a full-time student, and they were paying for my tuition. However, I was a bottle service, like, on the other side, and I did I did another – I was doing bottle service. I was a personal trainer, and my parents didn't even want me to work. This is the thing with them, like, being the first generation in the U.S. and having Asian parents. So – I was, I was like, hustling, and I was, that was the only way, like, I could really, like, get a car or, like, be able to do certain things because I had to, like, I had to, like, work secretly so my parents don't have to worry about me. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, so nothing too did extreme, you regret? Yeah. <laughs> and do I regret this for you? Well, honestly, like, one thing I do regret is doing bottle service because I ran across, like, people that knew my parents. I ran into, like, my parents' friends' kids. And so, like, one time, like, one time, one of one of my parents' friends' son was like, oh, I know your daughter. She's a bottle service at the Park Lounge in Sacramento. And then I, then my dad was like, oh, you must be mistaken. She's it was probably, like, a girl that looks like my daughter himself. That was one thing. Like I had to, I had like I, I gave my parents like a white lie about it. <laughs> so that's your, that's your crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that was my crazy thing. But like nothing illegal of any any sort. But it was just more of like, like obviously being a ball service girl means differently for all parents, especially mine. So they couldn't know about it. <laughs> And and Daryl, let me ask you the same question. Was there a time when you did something crazy for someone um that you loved? Well, I mean, I was always one that was level headed, so I, I I never let emotions get the best of me to do something before I thought about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> you know, uh so none of my family would have ever had me do something that was, uh, let's say, illegal or would put my life in danger. But, you know, when you're in love and you're younger and you fall in love with somebody, uh, you may be willing to do just about anything, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm I'm older than everybody on here, so I'm getting probably a little early stage of dementia. I just can't recall. (laughs) (laughs) So you never did anything um, crazy for love? That you maybe later regret. Mm, you know, when I was in, when I would be quote unquote in love with females, you know, I would just, uh, you know, I was just so excited to be near them, you know, and and uh, <laughs> but I, but I mean, they never required me to go commit a robbery to get them some sort of gift or anything like that. You know, I was fortunate enough not to 
have friends of that kind of crowd coming up back in the days, you know. Yeah. And what about you, Kay? Have you ever did anything um, that was crazy, maybe for someone that you love? Have I ever done something crazy for someone I love? Yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, this happened when I was married. And my husband, this was when when my family and I, we were living in Minnesota. And my husband was a part of this wedding. And he was like, well, they want me to be, you know, the matchup with this other bridesmaid. And I was like, what other bridesmaid? I didn't like the sound of that. Um, So he goes to his wedding, and it's all the way in Chicago. No, not Chicago. It was in Illinois, but it was like below Chicago. I had to drive through Chicago to get there. So, And I see pictures of this girl, this you know, quote-unquote bridesmaid with him in his phone at some point. And I'm like, I think he's kidding me. And it, it wasn't uncommon. He, I caught him a couple times before that. So, um, And he was not telling me that he and his, his cousin, it was him and his cousin, he said it was just them driving down there. He didn't tell me, he didn't admit to me that these, these girls that they were, you know, matching up with were riding with them all the way there and that they were staying at the same hotel. He didn't tell me that. So I was determined at the time I was determined to catch him and I was, I was just determined. So I packed my kids in the car and I drove all the way from Minnesota through Wisconsin, through Illinois, all the way down to the hotel just to try and catch him cheating on me. Wow. That was a 10 hour drive. Yeah. And what were you expecting, were you expecting it to be a peaceful resolution at the end once you (laughs) got there? (laughs) Um, Like I said, you just never know what you were going to do until, because you're not really thinking logically. At the time when you're thinking about it, it seems like a good idea, right? So I wasn't thinking about the resolution. My mind was just on, I'm going to catch him. And that's just (laughs) what was on my mind. Needless to say, I did not catch him. They managed to somehow catch wind of me coming and, like, hid the girls. Like, I knew they were with him because I saw pictures again later in his phone. Um, but, yeah, he, he evaded getting caught that time. So. Funny thing is the reason why I, I actually came up with this, um, with this, I guess, title for this podcast is because I was watching um, – for the love of my man. Have you ever heard of that show? Okay. No. Has anyone heard of that no, show? So um, basically it's, um, it's, a, it's a dramatized show, but it's based on real life events. So um, there'll be different scenarios. Has anyone seen anything like Snap? Um, it's kind of like that uh, where the individuals, um, let's say they did something or I guess because they love their spouse, and typically it's a female who's in love with a man or, you know, they're in a relationship. Um, and they end up uh, basically doing something illegal um, in every particular scenario, something illegal. And a lot of times where um, the female may lie or act stupid is that they didn't know what was going on, um, and then they land in jail for some period of time in every scenario. 
So that's pretty much wow. where I yeah, got the premise of today's show. Because I was thinking, I'm like, I don't know if that would ever be in a relationship where I'm doing a lot of the things that these females have done. Um, and some of them, unfortunately, is they didn't know what was going on and they just got caught up. Um, but, it, yeah, it did make me think, like, what would someone do for love? Can I, this is Swan. Let me ask you something. Sure. It's so ironic you use that example because, like I said, I work with prisoners. And um, I remember I met a lady that was in prison before. On, we were emailing back and forth, and I noticed that she had a life sentence. And, you know, to meet someone that has such a calm and nice demeanor, and one day I said, hey, I don't mean to offend you because you're not really supposed to ask you why they're in prison. I said, what in the world led you to prison? And she told me a story. And basically, you know, some good girls like bad guys. So she was going with this guy. And um, I don't know what happened, but she ended up hanging out with him. He went to pick her up or whatever. And when they got ready to leave, she went to the trunk to get something. And there was a body in the trunk, a dead body in the trunk of the car. And she was scared to death, according to her, so she didn't say anything. And then they ended up leaving, going wherever they went. And then something came out later, and he found out that she knew about it. And then he threatened her, saying, well, you didn't report it, and if you did, I'm going to kill you, and now you're an accomplice, and blah, blah, blah. So he basically went on some crime spree. And he did a lot of other things against the law. But bottom line is, when they eventually got caught, because she knew about it, even though he did a bunch of other things, and she explained that, you know, I'm with him and I was threatened for my life, but when she initially found out, she didn't do anything. And for that, she ended up getting a life sentence in prison for, like, accessory yeah. to murder. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see that a lot on that show. Your knowledge is, is power, so if you know something, it's like you'll be guilty by association. Yeah, but you know, her thing is, I mean, what would you do if you're in that situation? You go outside and you see something and you're with this person and you're thinking, if he did this, what is he going to do to me? I mean, she she said she was fearful for her, for her life. And, you know, sometimes you dial 911, they say, hold on. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like a catch-22, honestly. Like, you know, it's hard when you're not in that situation. You can say what it is you would do or what it is you wouldn't do. You know, right. but it, it's also like, I mean, if you got out the car and you see that there's a body in the trunk, why did you get them in the car? Yeah. Like, I I don't think I could have made myself get back in. Like, again, I'm not in the situation, so it's kind of, you know, almost hypocritical for me to say what I would or wouldn't do. But fight or flight, to me, seems get the heck on out of there. That's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and we don't know what scenario um, that she was in. They might have been out of a, the the state. They might have been, you know, on their way to somewhere important, or she might have been fearful. So, yeah, again, who knows what scenario that was? But yeah, natural response would be like, let's get out of out of this situation. But again, you never know until you're actually in that situation and all the factors mm-hmm. that involve. Yeah. Mm. Now, Kat, um, now, if you were in that situation where um, someone that you knew or loved had, you know, someone in the trunk, would you feel inclined to go and tell someone, or would you just maybe do what the 
with the, the young lady did that unfortunately ran herself in prison. Okay. Okay. And let's maybe go to um to ask Daryl. What would you do? Now, I'll repeat that scenario again. So if you were in a situation where someone that you loved or cared about um, had a body in the trunk of their car, would that be something that you would feel inclined to report, or would it be something that you would try to try to keep a secret for them? Now, I don't know if it's just wine I'm drinking or whatever, but I feel like chuckling <laughs> as, a result, as a result of that scenario. I mean, I, first of all, I have to figure out what kind of person I love would have a body in the car. <laughs> who would be capable of doing something like that? And uh, number, number number three, I, I guess I, I would have to. I, I don't know. I don't know because then I have to wonder: Is that a? How would I know it's a body? Are they going to be covered up or uncovered up or something in the trunk? No, you you just went into the trunk to maybe um, store something in there, and you just what you discovered. They didn't know you were going in the trunk, so well, I wouldn't, get, I wouldn't get in the car. I wouldn't get in the car at all. I'd just say I'll I'll get an Uber or something. I wouldn't get in the car. Right. You know. You know, so <laughs> very interesting scenarios that you you're putting forward to some of us. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, think, I think for me if I if I had a loved one who had at first it would depend on what his loved one it is because not all loved ones are equal. Right. <laughs> right. Like, so if it it depends. It just depends. Like if it's somebody who I'm like that's a, a person who's been like my best friend since I was seven years old and like she's always had my back, like ride or die. Then if I see somebody in the trunk, I'm gonna go back and be like, So what did this person do? <laughs> First of all, like, did they deserve it? Oh, wow. And secondly, yeah, like, I mean, because I know, like, if it's somebody you love, like, you know them, and you know that if they went to that extent, they must have lost their mind, right? And then, then I'm going to be like, okay, so now, now, now that I've seen the body, uh, we got to figure out what the two of us are going to do, because now I'm, I am, has been dragged into this. What is the, the best case scenario in which, you know, I won't go to jail. We can somehow get you some assistance. You said, like, then comes the strategizing because you have a body in the car and you know it's there. <laughs> you can't like not know it anymore. You can't unsee it. So then you would have yeah. to figure out what you're going to do. You're like, okay, so do we go to the police? Do you want to turn yourself in? If you don't want to turn yourself in, what do you want to do? I kind of don't really want to go to jail. I you know it 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 you have to you have to you have to think that would require a whole lot of thinking and I really hope that never ever 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 happens. Oh yeah, no, I hope this never never happens to anyone. Um, yeah, unfortunately, because of I guess the society that we live in, it's actually not an heard of thing to happen to other people. Unfortunately, from what I've Right. People just watching TV and reading articles, and it's just a crazy world right. that we do live in. And someone will have you like caught up in. Yeah, and I think the 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 best thing to do if that were ever to happen, hypothetically speaking, is to first of all um, figure out where that person's mind was at, because a lot of times for that person, 
the best thing to do is to figure out how they're going to defend because they're going to go to they're going to go to jail. I mean that's just a given. Yeah. You can't hide body forever. So you got to figure out the best course for the two of you to take now that you know about it, so that you know somehow there's a best. I don't know how there could be a best case scenario in that scenario, but you know the one that is the least worst of all the scenarios that could possibly happen. So if they if they got involved in a hit and run or if they, you know, accidentally, you know, they were defending themselves and accidentally, like, they're, they're different. You see what I'm saying? Like, because each scenario has a different outcome. So you got to start figuring out, okay, you know what, maybe we need to get us an attorney. <laughs> like, so you got to figure it out. Yeah, and then I think at that point I will be assessing, like, okay, if that person actually did love me, then they wouldn't put me in a situation where I could be guilty of anything. True, but in that scenario, it's already too late. (laughs) Like, you're in it now. Yeah. And, you know, this this is fun. I I, I wanted to ditto what she said because, honestly, at the end of the day, like, people's freedom is extremely important. And, Anyone that I love, I'm never going to take them down with me. If I do something and I make a really bad mistake, and even if a real friend or a sister say, listen, I, let me help you cover it up, I'm with you, I'm going to say, listen, I'm going to own it. I, I'm going to have to own it because I'm going to love you so much that there's no way I'm going to take you down with me. I know a lot of times people are so selfish, and then a lot of times we get in situations to where we, we, we think so fast, we get scared. But you know what? And, and again, I work with prisoners, so – I have talked to so many people in prison, and they say, you know what, the night I went out and did this, my mama warned me, or my sister told me, my wife told me, or somebody said something like, you have all these warning signs before stuff Mm -hmm. happens. You understand what I'm saying? And if we're not conscious enough to slow down sometimes and say, you know what, let me think about this, then we we can't bury the whole house. We can't take everybody with us. So, and Mm -hmm. and I understand what, what you're saying, Corinne. I remember when I lived in Tampa, I was with this girlfriend's group, and we were talking, and this girl gave us a scenario, and she said, I'm looking for friends. She said, I'm looking for body in the trunk friends. And we were like, body in the trunk? What kind of friends are you looking for? She said, I'm looking for the type of friends that I could be driving down the street, and I can hit someone by accident, and we're in the middle of nowhere, and I want to put the body in the trunk, and you're going to be okay with it. And I'm like, oh, well, we don't even know you like that. (laughs) Well, when I was coming up, when I was coming up, my parents told me to stay away from friends like that. (laughs) And you know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, ah, man, body in the trunk, friends. No, that's not friend. Any friend that leads you into trouble and destruction of your life, that's not a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That's why so we have to be careful. I'm not going to – I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think, I think um, in that scenario, like where you're saying, Tawanda, where you wouldn't – like if something like that happened, that person shouldn't want to take everybody down with them. I totally agree. Like the best – you know, that would be the best – would be the best uh, way in that situation would be to not take everybody down also. However – you know, they the law nowadays is not what it used to be. They can they can uh, figure out where you were at what time simply by your cell phone. So if you had your phone on when you got in the car with your friend at such and such time of night and your body was dead for such and such an hour, they can extrapolate and figure out that you knew that the body was there because you were with your friend. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like you're not going to go down. You're going to go down. 
Oh, yeah, and it's only a matter of time when you go down. Yeah, that's why why I say you have to figure out what you're going to do in that scenario because it's not like back in the day when you could just be like, I don't know, I don't remember, and get away with it. You can't anymore. Technology is so advanced to where they can can estimate in a a pinpoint of, of a couple minutes. Yeah, and then that, that pretty much puts you in a scenario, and then at the end of that scenario, it's pretty much every man for himself, and then it's like, okay, where is the love between anyone? Right. Ugh. So that's why that's why I said in that's why I said in that scenario, the best thing would be to okay, so since I'm here and I'm in this now, we have to figure out what we're going to do next because, I mean. It's, you know, in, in all seriousness, if you saw the body, you're an accessory if you don't say anything. And sometimes yeah, yeah. even if you say something, you're still an accessory. I mean, your best bet to, <laughs> is to leave the scenario as quickly as you can and be like, this is what I know, and da 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 and wait, let me work out a deal first. <laughs> and then you give up all your... Oh, I'm definitely on <laughs> It was um, oh, on the same show that I had seen, it was crazy because there was this girl who she was in love with her, her guy, um, and there were, um, basically, he had committed a couple murders, and he was, like, a big drug smuggler, um, but she more or less helped him maybe once or twice smuggle some drugs, but they wasn't really concerned with her, um, but they wind up picking her up and um, saying, you know, We'll give you immunity. You won't go to jail. She's pregnant at the time. She's about eight, nine months pregnant. Um, and they picked her up and they said, we don't really want you, and we'll, you know, let you walk away with no charges. Just tell us where he is. She refused to tell them where she was, where he was. Um, so then that night she had a dream about him and that he had basically OD'd in her dream. And so she was like, well, you know what? He, that was a sign for him telling me that it was okay. So she went ahead and she was like, you know, I'm ready to talk. So they were like, okay, we're really ready to hear what you have to say. So she went and she confessed everything and that she knew where he was. And they already knew everything by the time that she went to confess and say that she um, knew everything, I mean, that she was going to tell everything. Um, but they had already, since they had already found him, they actually found him OD. Um, and so they had no one to actually charge with the, with the crime, so they wound up charging her. So um, basically the deal that they gave her was no longer an option. So they basically took everything back, and she wound up having to do the time that he would have done, and all because she didn't go ahead and sell initially, like when they were giving her the deal, she couldn't get the deal anymore. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, unfortunately in that particular scenario, she would have just, Basically, I guess, looked out for herself instead of, you know, trying to fight that love to the very end, then she would have, you know, been able to walk away with no charges and she would have been able to raise the child. Wow. This is Sawanda. Can I say something, please? Sure. That's really a hurtful story, and I just wanted to say that, you know what, times have changed because I remember, like, when I was 19, 20, 21, and when we would do, like, we would say bad girl stuff, it was stuff really nothing. It was mischievous. Today when people say that, they're breaking in banks and doing all types of crazy stuff. It's like I know sometimes we are spontaneous, we want to do types of fun stuff, but the world has changed. 
and we have to tone it down a bit because life is important. Your freedom is extremely important. Family is important. Love is important. And what you said is really sad because sometimes we get caught up in so many different types of situations and we, and people take it too far. We have to protect our associations with our life. You know, like back in the day, if I hung out with someone, they probably wasn't really that great of a friend. They may get me in trouble. I may get suspended from school. Today, you hang out with the wrong crowd, you may get a sentence in prison, or you may do something really, really bad and really harmful. We have to really be careful. And I remember one of my good friends used to tell me back in the day, she said, man, Tawanda, like, you always on the fence. Like, I'll be trying to get you to do something. Like, loosen up a little bit. Throw caution to the wind. But I, but I was always like, I don't really know. Like, is that really safe? Or I would always think about myself. My grandmother had told me, like, you better not do this and don't be no fool and blah, blah, blah. And I thank God today because a lot of those people are not even here. You understand what I'm saying? No. Life is too short. And we have to really be careful. We have to make better decisions because every generation is going to be a little tougher, a little more spontaneous, a little more wilder, a little more open, and a little more free. And I get it. Oh my, I definitely get it. But we have to realize what's really important. And, and my life and my freedom is definitely important. Now, for family and loved ones, I never want anyone to hurt my family or loved ones. And I would do anything I can to help them if they're in danger. However, I would hope that no one will put me in a compromised situation because I definitely wouldn't. So, yeah, this is really an interesting topic because we got to tone it down a little bit because um, whew, we want to live and be happy and healthy and free. Right. Yes, that is can, I, can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Hey, Pat, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, fine. Because, like, earlier when you were like, Pat, um, do you have anything really? I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I guess you guys didn't hear me. But, anyways, um, going back to the question where, where I think you asked about, like, if somebody, if, my, if I had a loved one that had, like, a body in the car or, like, some death, is that what you're asking? I think that was probably, like, the second question. Yeah, if you uh, want to answer that question, so basically, would you, what would you do if a friend of yours had a body in the trunk of a car? Um, first of all, like, would it be a friend or would it be a Um, well, um, like, honestly, like, like, depending on the situation, like, if it was a friend that, like, that killed the person, I would be like, why am I even friends with you? <laughs> like, that would be yeah. the first question in my head. But, like, if it's in a situation that was, like, I think somebody said if it was, like, on accident and stuff, like, I would totally, like, have them turn themselves in. However, like, I think somebody said that, like, if somebody really loved you, why would they put you in that same situation? And from one of my, my friends' experience, like, I actually have one of my good friends, um, she was in a situation where, um, where, where her, where her boyfriend had, had done something illegal and stuff, and it caused her to be in jail. And so, like, the thing was, is, like, if he really loved her, like, would he let her go to jail and stuff? But unfortunately, at her point, like, he killed himself, and she was in jail. And just reflecting on her, like, she even knew she was, like, I did this for love. However, like, I don't really know if he, if he really loved me for letting me, like, still have to go to jail and, like, didn't fight for me and stuff. And so... For me, like, after listening from my friend's experience, knowing it's, like, a person that I actually love and stuff, I would not want to be in that position. 
because yes. it has scarred my friend. Like, even till this day, it's, it's horrible. And my thing is, is, like, whoever you're dating or, like, if it's a husband or something, they did their they did something dirty. If, it, if that's the case, they need to turn themselves in. They shouldn't let another loved one suffer. And um, so did your friend have harsh consequences that she had to deal with? Um, well, so this is what happened. She was in jail for five years because after her yeah. boyfriend had committed suicide, after they found out, like, what he did and stuff, well, like, like um, she she was in jail, and then, like, that scarred her. Like, after coming out of jail, um, or, I mean, after pr- coming out of prison, she ended up, de- she had a, she developed, like, a disease, like, from, from prison. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but, like, this is, like, causing this girl, like, like, she can't even stand up, and, like, she, she has, like, this infection disease, and so, like, like, till this day today, like, like, it really scarred her, not just mentally, emotionally, but even health-wise. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, and hopefully um, something happens where those things turn around for her. Um, I'm not sure how long ago that was, but um, fortunately, I, I guess there's a consequence for everything. Yeah, there's always consequences. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so pretty much, like, my bottom line is, like, just from hearing that experience, like, if a loved one ever puts you through that, like, they have to really, like, they have to own up to it. Yeah, I agree. We have a new caller come on the line um, with the area code 816. Did you want to um, give your your thoughts on the subject? What would you do for a loved one? Hello? Okay. I can't hear you, but if you do decide you want to um, comment. Um, you're alive on the line. Um, so you can always join the conversation. I'm gonna ask you this, Daryl. Are you still there with me, Daryl? Yes, I'm. I'm here listening. Yes. Okay. Um. So I do have a question for you. Now, for the right amount of money, is there something that you wouldn't typically do? But if you were asked by a loved one that you would consider doing, um, if they offered you a right amount of money to do it. I mean, are you implying that whatever they thing they want me to do is illegal? Okay, so what if it was a, a legal uh, something that you could do that was legal, so you wouldn't get um, put in jail over it? Well, it depends on what the illegality is. If they say I'll give you so much money to speed down the interstate at eighty miles per hour or ninety miles per hour, that would be different than killing somebody. <laughs> you know. Oh, so. so- so there, you you do ninety miles per hour. What? Well, I mean, it depends on if, what the amount of money is or whatever, you know. But I mean, uh, a loved one, you know, because the person is a loved one, I mean, that shouldn't cloud our senses and rational thinking, you know. Uh, now, if they're offering us money to do something uh, that's, I guess, illegal what we're saying, then we have to question the sanity of our loved one, you know? Well, we're not all so, saying, Daryl. I'm going to need you to loosen up a little bit, Daryl. I'm, I'm, I'm almost finished this bottle of wine. I can't I'm gonna get need no more I'm going to need you to drink another bottle, Daryl, because I'm going to ask you to do a couple <laughs> of things, and you may kind of not want to do it, but I'm going to need you to um, do it. What is so that? pop another bottle. Miss <laughs> Anonymous. 
I'll give you ten thousand dollars to run up and down the street naked. I, I, I might consider that. You might. <laughs> I, I mean, because if, it, if, it, if it's night, if it's late at night when the neighbors are in and, and sleep, I might can get away with that. I'm gonna, with need, that. I'm gonna need you to do that at twelve noon. Oh wow! Yeah. But you have kids. You have kids and stuff outside. You see what I'm saying? Adults only. Central Park, twelve noon. Adults only. You with it? No, because you have police out there. So what if you can get away with it, though? You need to move what, what from if, New Orleans. What if I could get away with it? Yeah. Yeah, I might. If it's $10,000, yeah, I, I might do it. Yeah, I might do it. But, I mean, so you know, I don't want to be the police come. The police come and beat mm-hmm. me up and somebody videotape it on the camera and stuff like that, you know. Oh no, we're thinking. Don't I don't think I have sympathy. I, I, I don't think I have sympathy from the nation if I'm naked <laughs> and the police beat me beat me up. I, I don't think they'll march for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if there'll be any free Daryl posters after that. So <laughs> <laughs> what was I? But it's certain things. It's certain things. Certain things I guess I can consider that's wet, that's zany that I might do for a certain amount of money. Well, I mean, as long as you're, if it's a, I guess something that's like sane and you're not going to get caught doing it, something that if you would have been caught, it would have been a slap on the wrist type of thing. Yeah. And then you have a reputation. You got to look out for your own personal reputation for doing something like that, you know? Okay. And let me ask you this, um, Tawanda. So if there was something that you could do, get away with, that was um, legal or maybe out of the norm for you, would you do that if a loved one offered you the right amount of money? Well, first of all, I want to go ahead and please assist. And then I want to say anything that I say on this call cannot be held against me. <laughs> um, Darren, close your ears, please. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Can you hear me, Daryl? <laughs> Daryl, can you no, hear me? No, I can't hear you. I can't hear you, no. <laughs> well, I, I'm super spontaneous. If if it's not unethical or illegal, count me in. Let's get it. Okay. So what would be crazy for you that would be maybe legal? Girl, so I've done all types of things crazy. in my life. So would you jump out of a plane? Oh my god! Crazy? Okay. You said what? So is jumping out of a plane is that crazy for you or is that normal? Oh well, it's it's crazy amazing. I would love to do that. You want to do it? Uh, I can't jump out of a plane, but I would love to do it. Oh, I would I would love to do anything spontaneous like jumping out of a plane, bungee jumping, getting in the hot air balloon. Like definitely, that sounds really really amazing. Okay, so you would. I, I go. Jump out I go on. I'm sorry. You said. You said what now? So you would jump out of. You would jump out of plane for a friend if offered money. Oh, I don't even have to be offered money. I'm just gonna do it because I like to be high on life. Okay. 
Money is a bonus. Hey, um, oh, no. I, have, I have a fear of heights, not a fear of heights, a fear of falling. So no, mm-hmm. not for any amount of money would I jump out of plane for nobody. <laughs> wow. What, what is considered crazy for you? What would be considered crazy for me? Yeah, so what's the craziest thing that maybe a, a friend can talk you into that you wouldn't typically do, but if they offered you money, you would do it? Um, well, I had friends talk me into going to, um, you know, the rides at Great America, like the drop zone, um, and rides like that. Mm-hmm. So they convinced me to do that. And I, I always regret because of my fear of falling. Like I always, I would always regret it. And I haven't done those for years. And I don't think I would, I don't, maybe for 10,000, I would do it, but I really, yeah, I really just don't like that sensation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I actually like amusement parks, so I would do that for free. Um, I physically can't jump out of a plane, but I definitely always wanted to jump out of a plane, but I would never bungee jump. So I don't think, yeah, that would probably be a crazy thing. Um, so someone could possibly talk me some bungee jumping if I could physically do it, but um, yeah, I think that would probably be just in my crazy. But I mean, I do. I think that when I'm playing, it's probably this is crazy as bungee jumping. Is it? Um, I know we lost. It looks like we lost Cat. Um, is there anyone else that wanted to say anything about this subject at all? Okay. Well, you know, we talk about we talk about what people would do for a loved one. But a whole lot mm-hmm. of people don't take care. They don't take care of their loved one. I'm not just talking about a parent, but an aunt or an uncle if they're sick and elderly. And right. I did that. I took care of an uncle who was elderly until he passed. Uh, but many people don't do that. We let them go into institutions in like nursing homes and stuff like that, you know. So you think that we should be more focused, I guess, on what we should be doing for a loved one opposed to anything else or, or actually actively making sure that we take care of our loved one? Yeah, those are practical things that uh, that are doable and workable and rewarding at the end point. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think even with this, um, with the new virus um, that people are – a lot of actually a lot more people are, are making it a point to look into the well being of their loved ones to make sure that they're fine. Um, especially with everything that's going on with COVID and um everyone having to be isolated because it's not easy for anyone right now in terms of how the world is right now. But um I definitely appreciate everyone that has called in, um everyone that was listening on the call today. Um, ladies, is there anything that you want to add, Kate and Tawanda? Um, I don't know. I think it's a good topic. I think it's a really good yeah, topic. Yeah, I mean, think about it ahead of time because sometimes you end up doing things you you wouldn't do if you don't think about it and you don't have a plan for it ahead of time. You know what I mean? So thinking about something before it happens is helpful because then you sort of have. Uh, uh, an outline for what it is you should or shouldn't do or how you should or shouldn't react 
in case something like this, you know, it might seem kind of crazy and far-fetched, but it does happen, and we know it happens because we see people in jail for it. So it's good right. to think about it ahead of time. So. Yeah, exactly. Tuan, did you want to add anything? No, I think it was a, a really amazing topic and just really something good to think about. And in reference to Daryl talking about, like, family and how people sometimes won't take care of them, I agree to that, too. And the funny thing is you can have somebody say, oh, I'll take a bullet for my loved one, and I'll go kill for my loved one, and that's true. But guess what? They need you to take care of them because they're old, but you won't do that. So you, you kind of okay. brought a good point. So I, I totally agree. Great topic and great um, feedback. And thank you, and, and thank you all for joining in. Daryl, thank you again for calling in again tonight. Um, and thank, thank you. you for everyone who, thank you. Um, we hope to hear from you again very soon. Um, we will be back here tomorrow. Um, and we, again, appreciate everyone that dialed in, um, everyone that listened. Um, and don't forget to listen again and share this with all the women you know. And please follow us on Instagram at realgirlfriend 7 and on our website, realgirlfriends.org. Um, tomorrow we'll be discussing living on the download. And if you have any questions, certainly shoot us um, an email. Just visit our website, again, at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, be safe, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you. And, Dara, be sure to come back tomorrow for the download. Yeah. <laughs>